All right. Pretty much uh, on time this week. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 82. <laughs> wait, we, we, had, we had a few tech issues right before the show, but we, we got them all resolved. We're good. We're good. So as long as everybody can hear me and everybody can hear Jordan, then I, I can hear right. you. Okay. All right. That's You're a little okay. quiet. You can, you can come up a little bit. Okay. How about that? Is that better? Maybe if I, I, think, I think so. Mike. All right. Yeah. yeah. People, people in chat, let us know if we're too quiet or anything, but wait, yeah, I, man. I remember, I was just going to say, I think last time I was on, it's been a minute. Maybe it was our last show. I can't recall time is amorphous. Uh, I was having problems with my computer shutting down. I hope that doesn't continue. You were. I totally forgot about that. Have you yeah. had issues like not streaming like in the last couple of weeks? Uh, only when playing video games. Okay. Okay. We'll see. I can hold on the fort. It's, uh, I don't want to say it's going to be a quick Eight seconds for my today, computer but, to know. restart. So I think we're yeah, good. Yeah, you'll be fine. No. Uh, I see you're not drinking a hams. I, I am hamless. Right <laughs> what, what do you got? Um, whatever is in the fridge. This is no. Yeah. That's my thing. I, uh, just had some of it laying around. I was going to try drinking my, uh, the beer that I have on tap, but that is no, I'm not going to drink it. That's getting, no. Oh no. What is it? What happened? It was a attempt at a Mexican lager, uh, with extract and <clears throat> it's, uh, I don't know if opaque is the right term or if that goes far enough it's like milky weird is yeah. it like purple anything or no it's not purple no it looks like it's like this colored but just 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 mil- like if you took a bunch of milk and added to it okay like i don't know and like the hop character is uh... not there it tastes thin like i'm just i'm the whole this was an experiment yeah right yeah, yeah. i know you're you you did your eagle juice with extract uh, but that was dry extract mostly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've yeah. not been using liquid. So this was, I found a good deal on Amazon. It was like seven pounds of pills and LME for like 20 bucks or something like that. I'm like, yeah. that's a whole, that's a whole batch of beer basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm like, that's fine. So I tried it. Mm-mm, not, not, uh, not happy. It's sort of like who knows how long that was sitting in in like a hot warehouse or something. Like, yeah, yeah, pretty uh, much. Yep. I'm sorry, man. I would I would still like to try it before you dump it. Save me a bottle. We'll. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll have some milk beers together or something. Mm. I uh, I got so this is supposed to be a pale ale. You know, it is not clearing up. Um, it's it's more on like the clear side of like a New England IPA. Uh, and this is like the third time I've brewed this recipe. I don't know what's different this time than, uh, you know, the other two times I've brewed it. Um, I made it for a neighborhood party that we had this prior weekend here. Um, and like, it's fine. It drinks fine, but it's just not clearing up at all. And it bugs the shit out of me. I'm I'm with you there. I mean, that's like, I'm a, I'm a stickler. If I want, if my beer is supposed to be clear, I want it to be fucking clear. Uh, I think it just helps, you know. I guess we're we're hazy milky boys this week or something. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> besides cool. MHF, that's the that's the theme of the show. Anybody in chat drinking something milky and creamy right now? Uh, MHF, man, how how, how stoked Dude, are you? I am, I am ready. I'm it's ready to been... camp and wake up and drink. Yeah. When's the last time you uh you went camping? Th- this is like the only time I camped during the year usually. The last time I was camping was last MHF. Oh, really? Okay. And I, I, I yeah, and I usually I mean I got a toddler, man. Like I can't mm. <clears throat> don't have enough room to fit him in a in a tent. But yeah, usually used to go camping like three, four times a year. Tenting it, roughing it, you know, all that good stuff. But <clears throat> yeah, this time around. I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, no, no, you're fine. Um, uh, I had, uh, I had permission to go over the (laughs) keepers of craft, uh, homebrew club theme this year. So uh, definitely want to finally announce that for people. I, uh, I wonder Shana, if you're listening, can you grab me one of our, uh, one of our pre, how do I, how do I say this without spoiling? pre-used pieces of cardboard (laughs) 
Uh, I'll see if I can get something out here. Um, and I want to go through some of the events that are happening at the uh, Michigan Humber Festival this year too. But um, so I guess first things first, keepers of craft. Um, we're going to be doing games this year. That's not our theme, um, but we were sort of tasked by MHF to uh, get together a bunch of beer games. Uh, so we're going to have a, um, the bracket is not 100% created yet, but we're going to have a bracket. Um, and I wish Jason was here. Patrick's so fucking ready. Yes, you are, man. It's the internet. You can swear. Unless your kids are listening, I guess. Uh, don't let your kids listen to Not Safe Work, your shows. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm so yeah, I'm so happy not. you're coming, Patrick. Uh, so we're going to have, uh, I believe, five games. We're going to have that game that you... I don't even know how to describe this. You, there's a ring and then there's a sort of pin that that ring can connect to. And you kind of flick the ring at the pin. And every time you get it on the, on the hook, you move a piece of block, uh, piece of wood oh, forward yeah, yeah. until it, uh, you know, completely reaches your opponent's side. And, and, you know, if it completely reaches your side, you lose. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. I know it has a, a name. If somebody knows the name, let me know. Uh, Jason actually just made a couple sets. Um, I just want to go look that up. Yeah. Um, we are going to have some sort of flippy cup uh, as one of the games. We are going to have, gosh, I can't even think of the other three. I wasn't doing the a lot of the game organizing, so if anybody in chat or, or is listening wants to chime in with things that they remember, um, let us know. But, yeah, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. I don't know if we have a prize or anything. Um It'll, bragging rights yeah yeah uh one thing that we're gonna do too that's not part of uh the game's bracket uh we're gonna have a giant tarp and we're gonna try to bring some stands to tie the tarp down uh and we'll have folding chairs and we're gonna sort of play like water balloon battle uh battleship so uh i don't know how many teams or how many people are gonna be on a team probably like three or four on either side of this tarp uh, but essentially, you uh, place your chair down somewhere. We think we're maybe going to have some sort of ring or something that you sit down in. Uh, and if a water balloon hits you or anywhere inside of your ring, uh, you're out. And so everybody uh, on each side of the tarp takes turns throwing water balloons over to the other side. And so you can kind of watch where the trajectory of the water balloon is coming from and stuff. And it should be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll, we'll have... We'll have a lot of uh, rubber to clean up, but we're going to be we're going to be very conscientious conscientious of our uh, of our waste. So yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. Good. Plus, good, you know, good. water balloons. I've had a water balloon fight in years. We're yeah, gonna I fully expect water balloons. <laughs> fully expect there to just be chaos at some point. Uh, so what Shana just brought in, um, this is going to be sort of uh, one of the pieces of our theme. So. Uh, this is a scratch-off ticket. I don't know if you can see it because of my blurriness. Here's an unscratched one. Uh, I need a, I need to find a better way to do this blur filter someday, but here, what if I put it next to my face? Kind of. Uh, but we are going to do a convenience store theme this year, which sounds a little weird in theory, but it's actually going to be really, really awesome. Uh, so these scratcher tickets are for people that don't know what beer they want to drink. Uh, we're going to have like, I think eight of these for each tap. And we're just going to mix them up and let people pull out a scratcher and scratch it off. And, and that's their tap. And then they get whatever's on that tap. Um, we are going to uh, have vests with our, uh, our convenience store logo on it, which is Keepway. Uh, I don't have the logo on hand uh, or else I would show it off, but uh sort of like speedway it basically looks like a speedway s uh with like the lines through it and stuff like that except it's a k and keep away so it's gonna be awesome we have red vests if you're pouring at the bar you're wearing a vest you are you know a keep away employee uh we're gonna have a little snack station our feast of friday is gonna be uh, a bunch of fried gas station food <laughs> <laughs> like like you do uh we're gonna have like a, a magazine rack set up uh with uh with some stuff it, it's going to be all in all a, a pretty pretty awesome time 
uh, you know, plus our, our beers are amazing. Keepers has some of the best beers out there, I think. Potentially a little biased, but, you know. I'm definitely good. biased. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, Shanna, thank you. We're going to have slushies. So, oh, yes. Uh, that's that's one of the, the big, big draws this year. Uh, not not trying to take anything away from the Mead Mamas or anything. We usually do Mead slushies, but uh, uh, we're going to have, I think, at least four different beer slash Mead slushies that I can think of right now, um, including our gang brew uh, this year. So uh, I don't think that uh, it's a spoiler anymore if we talk about our gang brew. Um, I was actually talking to Bill Belair, <laughs> Bill Belair about it um, a couple of weeks ago while we were doing the uh, Michigan Beer Cup judging. But uh, so what we did, so like I guess the rules first. I think I talked. Did I not? Didn't I talk about the rules last episode? I think I did. I think I think, I, I think so. It. It's been we, dude. I can hardly remember what I had for breakfast. I know. This morning. It's been it's been. A couple <laughs> of weeks. So so uh, Michigan Mead Coalition won the. Uh, gang brew challenge last year so they want to do something honey related this year so the rules are your uh, beer or meat or cider or whatever has to contain at least 25% uh, of the fermentables as honey uh, has to contain a fruit or like a citrus uh, and can contain pop tarts it's either it's fruit or pop tarts or bonus points for both um, name brand pop tarts uh, so as long as you hit, you know, the, the honey, the pop tart and or fruit, uh, you're good. So what we did uh, is we put together a uh, sort of like sour base with half Pilsen malt, half wheat malt, uh, soured it with Philly sour, uh, added some lemon zest and pink lemonade pop tarts. Look up your picture with the best from our executive team. Okay, Patrick, I'll I'll find that while I talk here. Um, so we uh, uh, with with about a pound of honey in uh, primary for uh, a little bit of uh, sugar for the Philly sour to munch on too. Plus, we need honey in there. Uh, and then once it was done, I stabilized it, uh, added the pop tarts, added the lemon zest, and then added back in another three and a half i think pounds of honey maybe even a little bit more the final gravity i was targeting was about 1055 uh to make it um slushable uh tim tim wickland says that it needs to be around i don't know what that is in bricks he said like maybe 15 ish bricks uh to really slushify so uh it's really sweet and it's pretty tart right now uh, Shane and I did some experimenting, and we found that if we add more uh, acid to it, it tastes way better because it balances out that sweetness a little. It doesn't make it quite as cloying. Uh, so we're probably going to bring some uh, citric acid or like acid blend or something uh, to uh, to keepers and just kind of mix that into the slushy as it goes. But I think we're gonna we're gonna kill it this year. Um, I hope. There was no, there was no rule saying we couldn't slushify it, and I think that's a, a pretty fun thing to do. So we'll, we'll see. I think it was, I think it was pretty creative. One extra step for us. And I'm, I'm looking back through our chat, Patrick, and I can't find, uh, I can't find our vest. I know it's in there somewhere, but we'll just have to come to MHF. To, you will, uh, yes, to see it for themselves. Uh, yeah, I don't know where it is, but they're gonna be awesome. You, you will not be able to miss us. Uh, so we are down in the uh, far back left corner uh, with Livingston again. Uh, we're going to have a big, huge tarp. So if it doesn't rain at any point, uh, come hang out, drink the good beer. Uh, you'll have cover over at the keeper's tent. That was my very long, uh, very long rant. Oh, I found oh, the man. keeper's games. Let me see. Okay, we got we got beer pong. We got flippy cup. Ringo is the ring game did you say that no i didn't oh, okay. I, I heard I, I was trying to look it up and it just said like ring toss which I'm, oh okay. Okay. i don't think that's right but uh pop darts i forgot we have pop darts you know what pop darts are uh like are you talking about the things i ate by the pound in high school <laughs> no they're so darts isn't like like bullseye mm. um they're these these sticks that essentially have suction cups on each end and you kind of toss them and they land on a table and like stick 
hopefully. And I don't know exactly how you play. Uh, All I know is that you can throw them at things and make them stick. But apparently there's a game involved, too. So we will all learn the rules at the same time. Uh, Keepers does not have an advantage in the beer games this year. (laughs) You can tell from our... Uh, extreme organizing i i'm in the club i didn't even know what the ha- half of this shit was but of course it's been it's i think it's been a month or so since i've been to a meeting so um yeah we missed you last night but it's all right it's all right mhf is like 15 meetings combined so as long as you come to mhf yeah. you don't have to attend a keeper's meeting for the rest of the year like is that is that it mm-hmm. is that, that's the official <laughs> the official keeper's stance honestly yeah i'll take it i mean i can't i can't vote on it solo or whatever but uh it's it's that important yeah we have a lot of new people coming uh this year too do we do Uh, we know what our uh attendance roster is like how many people are hmm, making it out i don't know from keepers my guess would be at least 30 um are are you including some of the non-club members that i know that are going probably okay yeah, we'll we'll have a lot of people. I mean, they're they're coming for us, so they're counted. <laughs> I get it, but they should also be members. Yeah, I don't think we have a tally yet, but uh, a lot. Um, I got to find our keg list too, but we, I think we have at least thirty-five kegs volunteered right now. Um, I was gonna bring one, yeah, so you can scratch one off of that because I'm not bringing that abomination. Yeah. Uh, second BJCP video, uh, I need to do that. So, um, I've been doing, uh, more competitions lately. I just judged at the Michigan beer cup, uh, which will be announced. The, the awards will be announced on, uh, on this coming Saturday. Um, I've taken the online exam. I passed the online exam. I need to study for the tasting exam right now. Uh, we have about 10 people in our homebrew club that are all interested in taking the tasting exam. We have a grandmaster judge and a, a national judge, and then I think another national judge who have all said that they will host a tasting exam for us. We just have to get people uh, committed and pass the online exam, and then we will um, take one of those. And, and as soon as I uh, get people past the online exam, uh, I will put out... Um, a video on on how I'm studying for the tasting exam because really I haven't done a whole lot of that yet. Right now I've basically just been filling out practice score sheets a couple of week, uh, just trying to get my timing better. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to get down to about ten minutes for a sheet, uh, just for actual competitions. Even though the tasting exam gives you fifteen minutes per sheet, um, I think that'll give me enough wiggle room where um, I'm filling out the the sheets with enough detail while also leaving myself a little bit of time to go back and, and reflect on, on the beer and stuff like that. So, uh, soon, hopefully, um, I'm, I'm glad that the first one was helpful. <laughs> I, I, there's, there's not a ton of videos out there like on, on, uh, BJCP stuff right now. And, uh, there's a severe shortage of, uh, beer judges, at least in Michigan. Uh, so I'm trying to, sort of gather up a you know little subsection down here in southwest michigan get people excited about it and sort of like spread that out while also making sure that we have quality judges uh, at the same time thanks man i, I really appreciate it. i'm glad that was really helpful for you um did, did you pass the online exam have you have you taken it yet face me um wonderful name I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was you were talking to this guy like do we know who do we know face meet like um, but yeah, I, I think that, uh, hopefully I can put together some sort of, I don't know, helpful notes or helpful video on the, um, on the tasting exam too. There's a video out there. Uh, I have to find it. It's a series of like four or five videos that this guy did. And I don't remember who it is right now. Uh, but he basically, uh, goes through a PowerPoint presentation while he talks about, uh, different parts of different exams and, uh, um, people reference this guy a lot. So if I can find that, I will post it on uh, the Michigan Brews uh, Facebook page here uh, tonight or tomorrow. I'll have to make a note somewhere so I remember to do that. But uh, yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm glad it was helpful. Uh, Jordan, you need, a, you need to take your, your exam. 
I've bought the pack. Perfect. I've made it that far. Uh, Jason, Jason's taken the exam once. He uh, he went through it in 18 minutes just to just to, to blow through it and to see what happened and to get a feel for uh, what it was like. Um, he did not pass, uh, but I don't think he expected to pass because <laughs> he, he didn't go back and check any of his answers either or anything. He just wanted to, to oh, see what the yeah, questions were like. Yeah, you know, to be entirely honest, that's kind of the approach that I was planning on taking. I was thinking of just taking it like because you buy a three pack or whatever, so you can take it three times, like just go on and blow through it over lunch and see see where I land and kind yeah. of give me an idea of what I need to study up on. You should be able to pass it in three if you've been brewing for any length of time. Yeah, there were uh, there were a lot of those questions that were um, not really questions that you study for, just general like beer and brewing knowledge. Um, like like how how would you make a beer more dry? And, and it gives you options like, you know, mash at like a, uh, you know, a lower temperature or add more, uh, you know, dextrose to the, the end of the boil or, or something like that. So um, and then, you know, the, the off flavor ones were pretty easy. Like they they are very blunt about like what the answer is that they're looking for. They're like, what is the off flavor that? that just like that smells and tastes like butter period you know they don't they don't go yeah. into all these details about it just like butter or uh you know or corn or baby puke or you know um, some of the the really common more identifiable flavors um the the hard ones the ones for me were really the ones that that wanted uh to compare ranges in beer and that's why i made that spreadsheet so that that's exactly what the practice exam that i took exactly where i fell off was like one of the questions was uh i want to say the difference between like a export stout and an american stout i think it was um and it, it came down to a slight variation in the ibus and it's just like i wasn't off the top i mean this was the, just a practice exam so i was just doing it you know yeah from knowledge yeah. and i'm like I'm not quite sure what it was. I, I went with, I think I answered something along with a small variance of ABV. Like I think, I think I put export stout as being like higher ABV or something, but like the main thing, at least the correct answer was, uh, had to do with IBUs. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, so small style variations like that. Uh, I think, <clears throat> I think out of all the questions that I got, I think all of them, or all the questions I got wrong, all of them had to do with style variations. Everything else was perfectly fine. Um, face, keep an eye out uh, for um, a live show like this, probably in September. Uh, I want to grab a couple of guys that are studying for the BJCP online exam on and just do like a, a show, uh, like a Q&A or something. Or maybe we can all do like a practice <clears throat> exam online together. Um, and talk about it. Uh, I can probably take the questions from the free exam and we can just like put them up on the screen and talk about them uh, and, and just kind of uh, get a feel for, for what the practice exam and questions are. Because uh, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said this. I'm glad it uh, lit a fire under your ass because that's what I'm trying to do for other people in the club too. Um, and, uh, and I think somebody just kind of needed to, to get started um, and, uh, we have, we have another guy, Brandon Edwards, who's on the show sometimes, uh, he took the exam and passed. And so I think that people are starting to, to see that. Um, and, uh, and, and hopefully we just get other people to follow, uh, uh, to follow, follow suit. We need young people. We need young beer judges. Uh, I was talking to, uh, uh, gosh, Is that Gail? It, it was either. So I've been talking to Gail Milburn. Uh, I judged with Annie Zipser at Beer Cup this last weekend, and uh, she said something similar. And it might have even been when I was talking to Amy Olson, who's a, a mead judge uh, in Michigan here. Uh, and she was saying that, that there, there's just a huge disparity uh, between older beer judges that are just kind of looking to retire, not travel as much and, and do as much judge, judging and, uh, and, and young people that you know are just starting families and may not be able to you know get out to judging events like all that much um and 
there's nobody like kind of in the middle that that is able to travel a lot and, and uh, you know is actually certified and and uh, willing to you know volunteer some time on a weekend to judge competitions. We could have used twice the amount of judges that we had a couple weeks ago. Um, we we would have been done for sure uh, with beer like in a day, and instead we had to do like a whole other round uh, the morning that we were just trying to do mead and cider. Uh, so Jason and I, you know, left up to, uh, Rochester mills at like something ridiculous, like seven in the morning. And we didn't get back until like eight or nine at night, uh, the next day, um, you know, all for, uh, a 300 entry competition. And normally that can be knocked out in a day. So, uh, really, really need more judges. Um, and, and even if you're not certified or registered or whatever, go, to a competition uh volunteer as a steward and if they're missing judges they'll pull you on to judge you don't have to feel weird about never having judged before uh that's exactly what happened to me and honestly uh uh that really gave me confidence too uh i i had no idea what i was really expecting it's one thing to take an exam and uh it's another thing to actually be sitting across the street from a across the table from a complete stranger and being like uh yeah i got a 38 what did you get and they're like oh yeah 37 and then all of a sudden like you know your, your heart's beating for a little bit you know your first couple times because you're like damn am, am i actually you know capable of doing this do i have like the the taste buds that i think i have or whatever and really it's more just about like we know what good beer and bad beer tastes like and you can reference your phone and stuff for the guidelines. Um, and so, you know, if it meets the guidelines and it's not so great a beer, it's probably going like, you know, low 30s or something. If it doesn't meet the guidelines and it's a, a little bit of a better beer, depending on on how you know far off it is, it might get a little bit of a higher score. Um, I, I watched a video with uh, a Grandmaster judge sometime last year when he was talking about... Um, judging beers and and one of the the things that he pointed out uh was that the bjcb guidelines are guidelines they're not rules you know so that's a if, good if, point it's a good if, distinction yeah yeah if the if the guidelines say that the beer uh you know is is generally uh low to moderate you know bitterness and and this beer tends to be maybe the one you're judging is like moderately high but it has like more malt sweetness to, you know, balance it out too. And it ends up being a really good beer. I mean, shit, you know, they're guidelines. Does it still taste like, you know, an Oktoberfest or whatever the hell you're judging? Like, um, yeah. I think that's like, that's a, that's a good point. That's ultimately like really where it comes down to is that like, it doesn't matter what you brewed. What does it taste like? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, I mean, you're not going to want to throw like a German lager into like you know uh oktoberfest or a martzen like category or something like right 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 distinctly different you know years or whatever but like you know if you're judging a uh pale ales and ipas and and the the beer you're judging is like a little bit more malty than what like an ipa might be or a little bit more bitter than what an ipa might be i mean shit you know there's a there's a lot of wiggle room so but a lot of that stuff is pretty subjective, like you know, pres- you know, perception of IBUs and all that. Yeah. You know, it's oh, yeah, very, totally. very subjective to the to the judge. But you know, we uh, one thing maybe we should do, we should consider as a homebrew club, is to uh, try to do maybe like a small city only competition, and uh, we get our our new judges in and and judge it, you know, BJCP style, and we get some confidence built up. Uh, and, and kind of go from there because it's one thing to study and you know judge with friends and stuff like that, but it's not always going to be the case. And uh, I think really building confidence is is was is for me the, the hardest thing. I'm so hard on myself all the time on, on all the things uh, that, uh, that that sometimes it, it's hard for me to do that. So yeah, actually going out and, and being there and doing it at a competition. Uh, even if you're just stewarding and getting an idea of, of uh, what's going on. Yeah. The most I, I feel, Oh yeah. I, I feel a ton better uh, about uh, doing these now than, than I would have 
um, you know, even a couple of months ago. So anyway, sorry, off topic. Uh, but that's how, the that's how we anyways. roll. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but where did, yeah, is this way out? Do we have the ticker still? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that'll be a really fun show. I want to get other people from the club in. Uh, if you're listening and you're part of the, the BJC Peeps Keepers uh, Facebook group, uh, you know, hit me up. I'll, I'll reach out to people at our September meeting probably. And if you have no idea what that is, uh, let me know so you can get an invite. It's just a, it's a separate Facebook page that we have created uh, for club members that are interested in doing BJCP things. So we're not uh, spamming the regular Facebook page with a bunch of shit. So it, it, and there's so much shit on there. Just no. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. Not I, yet. I, I hope that there will be. Um, but yeah, MHF, I'm, I'm looking at uh, the event listing right now and i feel like honestly there's more going on this year than there were uh it was even last year so and these are just the the actual registered events that people were like hey put this on facebook so we can you know get it organized um so uh, in in no particular order though i'm going to try to to uh go over some of these in uh chronological order uh, i didn't even know this was going on so thursday there's a, a pizza party apparently going on um, oh shit yeah i uh in the main lodge they're doing wood-fired pizzas and beer uh and they're gonna have a couple of kegs and we can bring beer thursdays are usually a pretty chill night uh, a lot of people get there on thursday to uh start setting up but there's not really any events yet it's more just kind of like uh hanging out and sitting around in chairs a little bit and, and drinking and maybe pulling this or that off of people's taps if they you know are are mad in their battle stations but uh they say twenty dollar donation to help cover the costs for thursday so if you want to join the pizza party uh eat some apparently good pizza and free beer i have no idea how they're doing the wood fire uh, somebody's gotta have a portable wood fire it's probably it's probably kevin penn or something he i'd imagine so everything <laughs> i remember uh, i was a part of the whole <clears throat> pardon me the food, uh, whatever competition it was, I think it was on Thursday night. The barbecue? Was it or the barbecue? Else. No, Barbe it was you. You maybe was that Friday night? I don't know. You and me were helping, like dish food out because there was like a four course thing going on. Yeah, what was that? I can't that recall. Could, that wasn't Feast of Friday because Feast no. of Friday. Um, Wait, was, was that Feast of Friday? I mean, it feels like it because no, that's it no, 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 it wasn't because it was uh, Friday is like a potluck. Yeah. Yeah. And this this was a very specific, a very specific meal. There's two people, two cooks, two chefs were were going head to head with like a three course meal or something, weren't they? It was yeah. Kevin and somebody else. Yeah. And I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But that was last year. Uh, I don't remember what day it was, though. It had, it had to have been Thursday. It had to have been Thursday. Like, yeah. Because that wasn't yeah. that wasn't Saturday. No, you know, it definitely the, the wasn't food Friday. Was Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess uh I guess it's pizza this year. So, <laughs> so if you're coming on Thursday, uh look out for that. Um Friday morning, there's a French toast cookoff. Uh, I think that's happening over at the Michigan Mead Coalition tent. So uh Friday at 10 a.m. Michigan Mead Coalition, go eat French toast uh the that's a perfect time yeah as well <laughs> like uh the catalina warp mixer judging is happening uh apparently um so uh for those that don't know the catalina warp mixer is sort of a uh event where <laughs> I, I don't know exactly so i've never done it i don't know exactly how they do it in some way you go there uh they randomly like match you up with another brewer uh, you you might like spin a wheel and like get a style or something, and then you like brew this beer, and I think you like bring it home to ferment it and then submit bottles later on, um, which is I think what's going on at the judging here. I'm probably totally off base with that. I know that in some way it has to do with a random style, and you're usually paired up with a a stranger, so uh, hence the you know wort mixer. But um, I want to do that one of these years. It's just 
this year has been absolutely like crazy wild with you know shit going on so uh, it has been nuts look for that next year though we'll hopefully post that in like keepers um they probably have like a distribution list too so go find it uh, online just like sign up for that right now uh friday evening is the uh barbecue competition uh i don't know who's doing the judging this year i think sometimes they they ask for volunteers but uh if you have a uh, a small stomach or cannot handle a lot of meat i would not recommend doing the judging uh <laughs> i've seen people get sick including jason from doing the judging for this before so just because there's so much freaking food um it's cool though so the the competition uh in order to qualify for it, it has to be cooked on site uh, at the campground. So uh, over the course of Friday, you'll see people with uh, uh, like barbecue pits going on and like uh, like sticks with like meat or like boiling pots like over a campfire, uh, yeah, like rotisserie or something like that. Um, you can do some prep at home, but like everything has to be cooked out there. Uh, so it's kind of really fun to just kind of wander around and, and smell all the barbecue that's going on uh, all Friday. Uh, and then there's almost always some leftovers for meat that ends up coming out and just kind of being passed around or sitting out on somebody's bar or something. So uh, there's Friday, always free food there. Yeah. <laughs> like all, all the time. It's amazing. And then obviously Feast of Friday is going on uh, Friday night too. So uh, I think we're doing a, uh, not buffet style again this year, but uh, every every club is going to have food out in front of their bar, so essentially. So just wander around and grab random food from random bars and uh, and enjoy. Like I said, we're doing. Did I say what we're doing for food for Feast of Friday? I don't know if I did. So we're we're doing the convenience store theme. No, so yeah, we're we're, we're going to have a bunch of gas station food. Yep. So we're going to. I'm assuming that means like fried chicken sandwiches, taquitos, whatever. Uh, sure, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> we uh we are gonna deep fry the shit out of anything like if if you bring it and it's not gonna cause an explosion uh we'll probably deep fry it so uh but yeah we're <laughs> we're fantastic gonna, yeah it's gonna be great <laughs> it uh, makes me wish i had hot peppers growing this ooh, year I, i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to look that's a great idea yeah we have, we have heatless jalapenos uh, I mean, right those now. would be tasty. Yeah, you know, but core them out, bread them yeah. up a little bit, then yeah. we can deep fry them there. I wouldn't want to contaminate the oil with too much spice, too, either for the people that, that can't handle it. So that might that might be a good yeah, idea. Yeah, deep, deep deep fry all the spicy. If Jeff if Jeff is listening and you want to bring some, we'll do that at the end. And so uh, Friday nights always just a ton of fun, ton of beer, ton of good food. Uh, Saturday morning uh, is the Bloody Mary bar that uh happens every year um i think genesee is the one that puts it on um what, what do they say they're doing a, a a breakfast potluck too this year uh so you can bring a breakfast dish to share uh so bloody mary again all the bars are going to be open serving beer uh, plus they are going to have a bre breakfast potluck so that's going to be awesome their bloody marys every year are strong and delicious <laughs> they're it's, perfect for hair yeah, the dog it's it's, it's it's the absolute best way to uh to start saturday especially after a long friday which they usually are uh saturday yeah friday and saturday nights can be can be can be long um uh saturday afternoon there's a, a brewing equipment swap which is the first time i'm seeing it actually so if you have any uh random old brewing equipment uh there's gonna be a uh, a booth set up so it's just like bring a table in your in your gear and you can swap some shit so that's I cool i had that last year to like a lesser degree like it wasn't advertised or something okay I've, um, my brain might just be making shit up too so i it's not on here and, and i skipped it i think that on friday night the michigan mead coalition is doing a bottle share as well uh, i don't know what time i'd have to go and, and check out their facebook page but um, I believe that the only entry is that you bring a bottle of mead to share. So, uh, bring a, bring a bottle of mead. It can be your mead. You can bring commercial mead or whatever. And, uh, there's usually people usually bring more than one. So, uh, if you're into mead, that'll be a good time. Uh, ask the Michigan mead coalition folks, but I'm technically part of the club. Um, 
and I'm all, I'm all paid up and stuff, but I can't remember off the top of my head when it is. I'll have to go look. Uh, Key said Kraft sold stuff there. Okay. So first year for an official swap meet this year. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, sweet. Yeah, I have some stuff, so maybe I'll bring some stuff out. We'll maybe just give look. some stuff away, honestly. Um, right. I mean, that's really all I'd be looking to do. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, then we have the beer cup awards, which is going to be roughly a one around one. Sometimes it's a little bit later. It depends on how long it takes to get stuff organized. I will be creating a show link for the awards again, uh, sometime soon here. Uh, we need a, I need to talk to Jason. Jason is alive, by the way. I know he's not here. Uh, he will be back on the show soon. He's almost done moving. Things are going well. Um, so he says hi and he wishes everybody a, uh, a good Monday evening. Um, but uh, we we should be doing the, the streaming again. So keep an eye out on the Michigan Beer Cup Facebook page. That's probably where the link is going to be. Uh, and if you have friends that have competition entries, uh, make sure to share the link out with them. Uh, like if they don't use Facebook, uh, just to make sure that anybody that wants to watch the awards can watch them. It went pretty well last year. Uh, they had a nice speaker set up, and we brought a, a nice mic to put in front of the speaker, uh, and it sounded pretty clear. It didn't sound all echoey or or whatever. So we're gonna we're gonna try that again. Uh, fingers crossed, it you know works out as well as it did last year. And then uh, there's a, an official uh, beer bottle share. Uh, it happened last year too. It's just I don't think it actually got scheduled. Uh, so Saturday night at eight thirty at ABG uh, Ann Arbor Brewers Guild uh, tent, uh, there were a ton of beers being passed around last year like like a giant table that could probably comfortably sit like 15 people uh was absolutely filled with uh glass bottles and cans and growlers and whatever else last year so now that it's official and it's up on the um, mhf facebook page i'm assuming that even more beer is going to come out uh, so bring a bottle to share and try a bunch of other good stuff um, I brought last year, all of the, uh, speciation club bottles that I had. Um, I think that there might've been a previous year's worth of club bottles brought out from speciation, uh, tons of good, like stouts and random sours and old lambics. And one year there was a guy wandering around with like a 20 year old cider, uh, you know, just all sorts of wild stuff that you're never going to be able to taste again. So, um, that'd be a really good night too. Uh, and then we're going to have a food truck. I don't know who the food truck is. I think it's more like bar food-esque type stuff, but I can't remember. I don't know if we knew who the food truck was going to be last year until like Saturday. Yeah, there were some issues last year. I think like one of the food or the food truck that we were going to go with like backed out last minute. And so we we had to pull somebody in uh, sort of last minute. Um, But it worked out. Excuse me. Uh, so, so those are all, all the official things that we have going on, but uh, there's tons and tons of uh, unofficial little random things that happens, plus all the all the networking and, and other fun things. So I don't know. I, I've hyped this up to so many people this year. We have a, a lot of new people coming. Um, I, I know that um, uh, Keeper's got a lot of uh, emails about beer cup medals. Uh, so we're excited to see what works out with that because uh, we want to take a we, wanna, we we took the Michigan Homebrew Club of the Year last year. So we're we're working on on taking it again this year. So we're going to see. And uh, I think we're working on gang or not game, but dead grass this year, too. We we hope between uh, all the you know fun things that we have going on with the club and, and the theme and the scratcher tickets and the slushies uh, that, that we can pull some people over and, and have fun with that, too. So. We're gonna see. We're uh, we're we're working hard this year for MHF. Uh, it's all everybody in the club talks about. You know, every 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 meeting. Not even as it comes close to it, it'll be like February, and people are like MHF, MHF. So. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we t- we talk about it all year. Like we're gonna start talking about next year after uh, after this year, like the v- very next month. <clears throat> I'm swapping out. I'm popping a hams. I'm doing it. Do it. Uh, so I, I went and grabbed some of my uh, Mexican lager. 
Oh, that looks fine. Yeah, I do see what you're saying about it being like opaque or whatever. Like, yeah, I think I mean, that's just the LME like, man. That dark color just like, it screams like a, not not oxidized beer, but it screams like old oxidized extract to me. Yeah, it's it's just got just got some flavor that I'm like not super happy about. So yeah, I don't I don't I need the keg space more than I need the beer. So <laughs> like, whatever. Right, it was I, a fun ex it was a fun experiment. Did we talk about this last uh, show? Uh, what are you bringing out? I was gonna bring this, but oh, I'm not, okay. I'm not. Okay. I'm not bringing it. No. Yeah. Okay. No, that's all right. I do have a mead that I just kegged that I'm debating on bringing. We'll Session. See. No. Oh. Sack. Okay. Full five gallons of like sixteen percent mead. Are you pushing it with nitro or are you just uh, giving it a little little bubble of just a little bubble of right? <laughs> really, really, I just put it in my keyser and put it on tap on just a couple pounds so I could just have it cold it crash out. it. Yeah. And just yeah, yeah. take samples here or there. But um, if you that. if you want, uh, I have some uh, some. Uh, how's it pronounced? Is it a. Uh, Kisasol in Cheeto San or Cheeto San, something like that. Um, it's basically the two in, in, ingredients that are in Super Clear, which I don't know if you've used Super Clear before. But I have not. It's like a just like a fining agent for uh, wine and cider and meat and stuff like that. I can uh, bring you some if you're looking to really clear it out uh, before MHF. It'll it usually does its excuse me its job pretty good in a couple days. You're talking about the beer or the mead? The mead. You can try it on the beer too if you want. No, so I, think gonna... the, I think the mead's fine. Um, I just wanted to let it cold. It's been cold conditioning for a few weeks now. Oh, um, okay. Got it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, you know, in fact, let me go grab a quick sample of it so we can, so we can take a look at look it. Look at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, I got four things I'm bringing out. Uh, I think I mentioned earlier, the club is bringing out something like 35 right now. I'm sure there's going to be more than that. There's a ton of beer that's not even on the spreadsheet that we have listed right now. I got a, uh, American light lager that I call Eagle Juice. Uh, Jordan mentioned it. It's the beer that I uh, am brewing with all extract. Uh, it's the recipe is actually Canoe Chuck Lager, which is a NHC gold medal winning recipe. If you go on the AHA's website, you can find it. Uh, it took gold last year, I think. And uh, I was just randomly scrolling through the recipes, and I I saw this and, and saw that it was made all with uh, with a uh, dry malt extract, and I'm like. That's fucking awesome. I need to make this beer, and it is fucking awesome. Uh, it's really, really tasty. Did Jordan crash? I think Jordan crashed. He came back, and I think he crashed, but that's okay. Um, so look up that recipe and make it yourself. Uh, it uses three pounds of uh, dry Pilsner malt, uh, two pounds of uh, rice solids, which are essentially like dried rice extract, and uh, 3470. That's it. I mean, there's not really a whole lot to it. Um, somewhere around like 10, 11 IBUs of whatever. Um, I've used Saz and I've used Noble Citra and it's just, it's super killer. Uh, and a quick brew day too. I think usually my brew days are two and a half hours and, and I'm done. Uh, and it, it could probably be even quicker than that, but um, I'm just not paying attention to everything all the time as quickly as I need to. But bringing Eagle Juice, I got uh, the Gang Beer, or the Gang Brew beer uh, right now, which I talked about. Uh, I've got Hydro Mule, which was a big hit at the Homebrew Club meeting on Sunday. Uh, so it's basically a session mead, uh, just made with orange blossom honey and uh, an entire bottle of uh, Amaretti Moscow Mule syrup. Uh, so it, it's really tasty syrup. It doesn't have any like alcohol or weird extract flavors. Uh, I, I, it was like $50 for the bottle uh, and, and it, it, it tastes great, but I'm wondering, you know, if I couldn't have done it uh, cheaper just by actually using ginger and like lime and uh, you know, <laughs> probably saved like $45. So I'm going to experiment with that next time, uh, especially because I can control the ginger that way and give it that really nice Bernie ginger thing, uh, which is one of my, my favorite parts about like ginger beer or anything like ginger ford i i like i like burning myself with ginger so um we'll see how that goes but i think it's really good i think it's balanced and then uh i have a cold ipa 
uh, coming out too. So it's the second cold IPA I've ever made, and uh, I've not tasted it yet. And I haven't taste, I haven't tasted the Eagle Juice yet either. So those are both carbonating. Uh, I might pull a sample of each right before I leave, or maybe like tomorrow night, just to make sure I'm not bringing some like bunk nasty beer or something. But um, it'll be good. We got a a lot of fun beer coming out, so. Uh, if you're not a keeper and you're listening to the show, for sure, stop by Keepers and, and try some of our stuff. Um, and we'll have, uh, we'll have people in our vests pouring for us. So it'll be a, it'll be a good time. We got to figure out if we're doing Christmas lights and stuff again this year. We had uh, we had some nice lighting last year. I don't know if anybody watching was was there last year and saw our time, but we had uh, these programmable Christmas lights that we draped all throughout our uh, canopy area. And at night, uh, we had just like some really like nice like light show things going on. Uh, we pulled a few benches over there, so we had nice lighting, nice seating, uh, and it was it was just a really good place to gather. So, uh, got to talk about that. Um, Hi. But hey, computer crash. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's- you know, it was only the first time you 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 lasted about fifty minutes. So. Yeah. Fantastic. Not, not too Amazing. bad. Amazing. <laughs> I, did you get that I, mead? I did. I did. Yeah, this is kind of what we're looking like here. I know it's a little hard to see. So absolutely no fruit in that, right? Yeah, right, right. Zero. <laughs> Just the the natural red color of the honey. Yeah, yeah. Blood honey. That's... <laughs> Just mushed a bunch of bees together and <laughs> basically, yeah, <laughs> juiced it's, them. Pre honey. What uh? What uh? What do you got? What's in it? Uh, Montmorency cherries. Um. That's it. I think I used 12 pounds or so okay. in this, but, and then uh, this is the first batch of mead I did using some of the local honey that I have. Um, Sweet. It's, it smells a little hot. Let's, let's get the highlights. What, but, what do you, what do you get out of the aroma besides, besides, besides higher alcohol? Uh, definitely cherry. Okay. Um, I mean that that definitely comes through. Do you get any of the of the honey, or is it like kind of a is it too dry for that? No, it's not too dry. It's not too dry for that. I'll be honest. I haven't actually tasted the honey. Okay. Um, oh, which wow. I okay. should. No, it's just whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like poured uh, however many pounds I needed out of it out of the bucket into this, but I mean it's got a sweet smell to it, but you can tell it's definitely higher ABV. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Did you backspin it at all or is it? No. Uh, okay. No, this is, uh, I'd have to go back and take a look at my notes to figure out exactly where it landed, but it's not as sweet as most, I guess, meads that I've had at, at this level, which is probably why it smells maybe a little more warm. Okay. Eth- ethanol can have a little bit of sweetness to it too. Um, and uh, you can add like a little bit about it. How's that? How's that sip treat? you? What do you get? It doesn't to me, it doesn't taste hot. Good. Like it doesn't, it doesn't taste warm. It's cold right now. Yes. And I know we're not, we're talking about like hot versus hot alcohol, not temperature, but <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, this came right out of my kegerator. So maybe that could be, you know, affecting the flavor a little bit. Mm-hmm. I give it a few minutes to warm up, kind of absorb some of the ambient temp, but does it taste more like a like a fruit wine, like a dry fruit wine, or um, is it like more bodied? Or it's definitely more bodied than. Well, I don't know. I'd have to have it right next to a fruit wine, but get any like characteristics from the yeast? Does it taste like a like a little peppery or anything like that? Or no, this was this was brewed using eleven eighteen. So oh, okay. I shouldn't really. Yeah, yeah, it's a clean a whole lot of beast yep. of a yeast. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Then I, I want to rebrew it and use seventy one B. Um, just because from everything that I've read, it seems like most any meads that are fruited are using seventy one B. Now, one thing I will say now that I've had a couple sips taking breaths, I can I can kind of feel a little bit more of that alcohol in the after breath. Um, but so maybe I need to knock down the ABV a little bit on it. For those uh, listening later on, uh, when I 
uh, create a podcast out of this episode. Um, it's uh, this really nice, beautiful, vibrant red color. Um, like sometimes with a with a, a cherry or like fruited like meat or wine or something like that, it can almost have a, a little bit of like a brown color if you don't use enough fruit. But like looking at this glass, it's like a very, very bright, vibrant, beautiful red. So like I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little judgy when it comes to color and, and fruit. Uh, and I think this looks very, very nice as like some, uh, some kind of like neat little, like a yellowish orange highlights, like on the, on the edges and stuff too. Yeah. How, I, I can't tell when you, when you swirl around your glass, how's the, uh, you have like, you have legs, you have like curtains or whatever. I don't know oh, what's yeah. going on with mead. Yeah, so. with I've heard it called uh, with legs with wine, but yeah, like I can see, I don't know, it's going to be really hard to see, but you might be able to see some of them coming along the edge. Yeah, yeah. Like so right a lot of a lot of a lot of alcohol in there from that for sure. Usually, it's either alcohol or sugar will do that too. Um, I'm not actually sure if there's a difference in how it um, how it sort of layers between the two. Um, I'll have, to, I'll have to look into that. There's always there's always so much more to learn, but yeah, it looks delicious, man. You should, uh, at the very least, bring a bottle of it, uh, and maybe bring it to either the beer share or the the mead share or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll bring some of it one way or another. And now I'm just left with this stuff. Mm. <laughs> maybe maybe do a little bit of a mixer, sweeten it back up a little bit. Well, no, never mind. The the mead's not sweet. I have I have it in my head. Like I always do sweet meads, but uh, no, that would actually probably dry out the locker. <laughs> yeah. Jordan has a very disappointed look on his face right yeah, now. Yeah, I am. So I'm, I'm very, <laughs> very disappointed. Um, I'm really sorry, but, man. That's hey, it's all right. You know, I'm not only am I new to the style. Uh, you know, I'm kind of considering myself new to extract brewing again. Totally. Um, hundred yeah, percent. You know, after being all grain for so many years patrick you're, you're gonna have to do a presentation for the club man like uh yeah seriously Pat, patrick's our resident extract pro brewer here not pro brewer but extract pro home brewer. and then on top of that like i'm still like getting my legs underneath brewing loggers so like it's kind of like three new things at once but i think i've never oh, what's up <laughs> i i I was going to ask if your firm chamber was uh, was working well. Oh, yeah, it works great. Holds temp really well. Uh, pees occasionally, but that's fine. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, you know, just keep a towel around it. Like, I've got cement floors in the basement. That's whatever. Um, sealed cement floors. But, yeah, I've kind of dedicated, uh, you know, d- made the decision that, like, most of the beers that I find myself drinking now, like, I'm not you know, really drinking stouts or IPAs or anything like I've just been, I've been craving loggers of mm-hmm. all sorts. So that's just kind of where I'm leaning right now. And I've got a brew day set aside here in a few weeks. Um, kind of get to get a late start on a fest beer. Um, awesome. but that's, that's where I'm going. And then I'm not quite sure what type of loggers I'm going to do after that, but I am going to, Back to all grain. I'm just going to do an overnight mash. We're we're probably due for a style episode sometime soon too. I don't know if we've done like a fest beer. Uh, excuse me, October fest episode. This is our 82nd episode, which is like wild to me. I, I'm starting to not be able to remember things that we've talked about in the past. No, no, and we we you know? totally have done <laughs> October fest beer. Have we? <laughs> okay, two years in a row. Did we really? <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. Okay, but I am down to do another one. It's one of my did, favorite oh, you know styles. What? You know what we did? I think I think maybe one time we talked about the style. I think the last one that we did, uh, we all went out and bought like uh, a six like variety pack. <clears throat> yes, we did. And we're drinking yep. them on the show, weren't we? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm down with continuing that tradition. Honestly. Um, Hopefully we'll have Jason back by that time and we can all just pound some, some German lager or something. Hell yeah. Yes. I'm all for it. Uh, Founders 15 pack of Oktoberfest is back out. It's more expensive this year though. It's like 20 bucks a 15 pack. Damn. Uh, I think it, it used to be, it was like 16 or 17 last year. Um, 
I will still buy one because that still seems like a pretty good deal. It's it's and, still a really good deal for an October for that much Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. their beer is good. I I had the Sam Adams one this year already, and uh, it's that's it's usually like it's usually a go to for me, but I think it's a little sweeter this year, uh, and I just I wasn't digging it quite as much because I think Sam Adams maybe does like more of an American approach and they use like caramel malt. Uh, maybe yeah. i don't know for sure i have no I idea i can see that um but it's a little it was a little sweet this year so maybe i just got like a weird batch or maybe i'm just being too picky um but i'm, I'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to start digging into, into the other brewers yeah, it's only it's only mid August and they're already starting to come out. Well, that's yeah, exactly. It's like it's earlier every year. Did you see the um, what is it, Oktoberfest Ultimate or whatever it was that I, I heard was really? I've, I've heard bad things. I've I've not heard good things. Did not, I saw it. I'm like I thumbs up for experimentation. Thumbs down for <laughs> so not. For those that like don't know what we're talking about, founders uh, decided to barrel age in Oktoberfest uh, this year for whatever reason. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I, I haven't tried it, so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to judge anything I haven't tried. But I, I haven't heard positive reviews, really. And uh, barrel aged lager, like bourbon barrel aged lager, has, has generally uh, not really appealed to me. But... I'm sure there's people out there that really like it. Uh, the Lizard of Cause had a lot of fans, so you know, you, n- you never know. You know, speaking of that, barrel barrel aged lagers. Now, this wasn't necessarily barrel aged, but I was at Holmes this weekend, actually. On my way, and yeah, angry. on my way, yeah, <laughs> and, and angry. <laughs> uh, food was fantastic, uh, for sure, um, but they had this. Oh, what was that? Oh, it was a, I want to say it was a collaboration, but it was a Fodor style like Pilsner. So it was all fermented within a barrel, mm-hmm, an actual mm-hmm, wood barrel. Mm-hmm. It was actually uh, pretty good. Was it Hitatsu? No. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to think if I've had one. I wonder if they have their tap list online. Um, Oh yeah, that was their Japanese rice lager. So I, I feel like I might have had that though. I I know what you're talking about, um, and it sounds awesome. But something about mm, char and bourbon in a lager just don't jive with me all the time. So I, I will I will try it. I will never not try anything. But uh, it's just I mean, if people don't experiment like this, like we're never gonna have you know, crazy new styles or whatever. Like I know some people don't necessarily consider cold IPA like a style, but I, I really think it has like a pretty distinct uh, flavor to it with regards to IPAs. Brandon actually says, have I tried Founders Cold IPA yet? Uh, so no, I, I haven't, uh, but I would totally try it. Um, we should probably do a cold IPA episode maybe because uh, more and more of those are coming out. Uh, Bell's has I'm one right fun. now. Apparently Founders really? has one. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, the Bells one is pretty good. It's down in the general store under their like experimental beer uh, section. And I think they have it on tap too. Um, so it's pretty solid. I, uh, I've i liked the homebrew examples that I've tried better than any of the commercial examples that I've tried. And I don't know what that means. Um, I can probably in, well, say I, that for just about any style. I, I was just going to say in general, I think we have... Uh, a really, really good community of awesome homebrewers in Michigan, uh, but uh, we'll we'll see it. When it comes to new and experimental stuff, the the big guys don't always tend to to crush it. Like when Kvike uh, IPAs were first starting to come out, uh, they had a few at, at Bell's that I've I tried at and at random times, and they sort of tasted like burnt rubber to me. Mm. Uh, yeah, they they were not super appealing, uh, but. You know, you take somebody like Brandon again, who uses it all the time and, and absolutely kills it. So it's just maybe it's just harder to utilize on a bigger scale. Homebrewers do have a lot of advantages uh, that way. But yeah, I uh, I got to do some packing tonight for 
for MHF. My entire afternoon tomorrow is like absolutely dominated by work stuff. Everybody saw I was going on vacation for the rest of the week and decided to book me. Yeah, that's the way it works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So uh, if you don't got anything, um, we can probably call it a call it good an hour and five minutes and uh, try to get everybody else that's that's here still with us to come out to MHF if you're not already. And uh, hopefully we see all there. But uh, you got anything else, man, before your computer crashes? again? Yeah, before you're like, don't, not yet. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, no, I got I got nothing, man. I think it was good. It was good chatting. It was good to be back. It was good to have a few beers. It was. Summer's been crazy. We'll we'll get back on a more been. regular schedule. I know we've only been uh, been here a couple couple times in the last few months, but we'll uh, we'll have that BJCP episode. Uh, we'll do another uh, Oktoberfest or you know Fest beer or whatever episode. Um, cold IPA we definitely want to do. Uh, I think we have some other stuff lined up with some people. I still uh, know we want to have a like a cidery on that we were talking to a little bit ago. Um, we want to do homebrew review videos. So again, if anybody has any uh, beer or anything that they want to uh, have us drink and talk about on air, uh, we can even do something similar to like Dr. Homebrew, where instead of your beers being judged by, you know, two grandmaster judges, it's being judged by uh, a couple drunk idiots uh, in a homebrew club, but it'll be fun for everybody involved. I think Jordan crashed again. Uh, he looks like he's locked up. So uh, I guess now is a good time to call it. But uh, yeah, he just texted me. Womp womp. Um, so if you're still listening, thanks. Uh, we'll catch you all uh, probably next week slash uh, hopefully at MHF. Uh, and uh, have a good night. Have a good Monday. Thank you for being here. And cheers. Cheers.